Hi everyone, my name is Georgina Bob and welcome to the Georgina Bob Show. Okay, so first I'm going to introduce myself as I always do each and every week. If you're listening on YouTube, say hi. If you're listening on um, Facebook, say hi. If you're listening on Spotify or any podcast links, say hi. So um, a bit about myself, I have 15 years of experience within TV and media, and I've worked within the industry for a very, 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 very long time. I've worked for different independent production companies, different broadcasters. Hi to everyone tuning in. Please leave a comment. Um, and also, I'm an award winner with my coaching business, Connect to TV, which I help people find work in the TV industry. I've also appeared on screen through my mental health campaigning, including the BBC Victoria Derbyshire show, Channel 5 News, and I've been published in The Independent. Now, The Georgina Bob Show is where I interview inspirational and successful people from various industries. Topics include business, media, music, careers, culture, and well-being. Throughout the show, I'll be in interacting with those tuned in, so feel free to leave a comment or a like, and I will mention you throughout the show. Now, um, the next stage is sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Sisterhood TV. It's um, my production company, and we basically create content putting diverse women at the forefront. Um, we have done various productions from award shows, and we're currently working on a talk show, so feel free to get in contact. Um, so, talking about diverse women at the forefront, we have the queen of comedy herself, Variety D, who is my third guest on the show. Welcome, Variety D. Oh, Hello. Yeah. Did you say queen? Did you say queen? Yeah, I said queen. No way, no, you can't do that. No, sorry, man. Look, listen, the queen of comedy ain't dead, you know. Listen, you're reading there. What are you reading? Oh, I was just reading a little of uh, something of, about the queens, um, you know, the television yearbook of 1985. And I'm trying oh, to put wow. some black folks in there because I'm thinking, hold on a minute, what are black, black people them? Because, um, <laughs> it's about British television, you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking for, um, oh, Trevor McDonald, there we go, we've got Sir Trevor McDonald, that's good, that's good. That's 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 all right for me. But anyway, he does it for us. He does it for us, Trevor McDonald. He, he did it. He did it. How about he retire? So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So how's yeah. everything going? Are you okay? Well, you know, I'm glad to be alive. Uh, 2020. Aww. What can I say? Um, it's been three three and a half months, nearly four months since I had the brain surgery. Um, oh, wow. Because oh. I suffered from um, epilepsy since I was a little baby. Well, about okay. one year, year old. Um. And again, I'm glad to be alive because my epilepsy worsened uh, this year. I yeah. nearly died on January 2020. So, oh, wow. So I had the operation in August, just gone. And um, yeah, I do oh, thank uh, NHS, you know, for their physio and, yeah, and, and the hot doctors who, um, I'm sorry, neurosurgeons who did their thing. Um, the only way I can break it down is that it was like a porn uh, scene without the clothes top coming off. Wow. Like the beginning. That's the same thing I said when I woke up. And um, yeah, um, yeah, it was all good. I mean, I'm oh, good to be thank here. You. I'm glad. You, uh, thank you so much for coming on my show. I'm very, very happy. And I'm privileged to have you on my thank show. You, welcome, girl. Welcome. So I want to introduce Variety D. Um, Variety D began comedy at the age of 16. She became known as the baby girl of comedy. Her journey as a comic has had highs and it's also had lows. Um, however, being in the comedy circuit for well over a decade since 2007, she's never looked back, nor has she ever given up. What she has accomplished is three university degrees. Variety D is a strong campaigner for equal rights and represents disabled people in the UK entertainment industry. Variety has attended and performed twice at the globally known Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2008 to, two, to, to 2011. She is epileptic. She's neurologically disordered. She has a neurological... I can't even say it. She has a neurological disorder. I know, it's a bit of time for it. And she's a comedian and an actress. She has performed at international shows and Variety D has done stand-up at the Comedy Store LA Belly Room and Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. 
Wow, girl, you're representing. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mitzi. She was the um the figurehead, uh, the mon monarchy of comedy store in um, Sunset Boulevard, um Hollywood. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, like I mean, them experience is there. And again, here's another thing. Yeah. I'm not even signed. You see You're what I'm not. saying? I'm 13 years doing comedy in this country and other countries, you know, I'm still not signed. And the people who I've met, including mm -hmm. people like um Whoopi Goldberg, I'm, I'm name dropping now, Whoopi Goldberg, um, Dave Chappelle, um, quite a few others I'm trying to remember now who I met. Um, yeah. It's not just about meeting them, it's about yeah. learning from them. Definitely, definitely. That's what it's all about. And I think as well, you're representing, you're a comedian, you've done a bit of acting, you know, you're an equal yeah. rights campaigner um, in regards I to... I graduated my master's degree at the um, Andrew Lloyd Webber Theatre, as known as Arts Ed in Chiswick. That's fantastic. All kudos to you, What's that, babes? I was the only disabled student in my class. Yeah, no, totally. And with disability, we will definitely talk about that later on in the show. But first, we're going to look at icebreakers. Now, I'm yeah. going to do two options, and you're going to tell me which one you'd prefer, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, first one, UK black comedy or American black comedy? Which is funnier? Um, it Come all around. depends. It all depends on what um, category. Okay, so like stand up, like stand up comedy, which is funnier, UK or American? Okay, I wouldn't say what is funnier because remember, I'm born here in Britain anyway, but yeah. I'll say what's more freely is, yeah. America, is American comedy. Okay, cool. They seem a bit more free to move, free to, to you know, to do stuff. A lot and more, more liberated. That's what I'm looking for. And American's quite a big company, like a big company. It's a big like country, so they're more like, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're more like, yeah, I'm black, blah 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 blah. They don't really care that much. When it comes to black um, comedians, we're still twenty, well, thirty years behind. My mum says thirty years behind. I say twenty. Yeah. But having a look at it a bit more deeper, like when um, Moda Comedian recently did a. Um, a documentary called Black British and Funny. Um, yeah. Hint, hint. I was meant to be on that, but I couldn't make it because of my brain. But oh. um, remember, that is page one. You know, so like yeah. that book you saw me carrying, that's a page one. This time last year, Selene Henry also did a um, a comedy documentary. Um, and he's talking about from his perspective and what he's seeing now. Yeah. So we've still got a lot of stories to tell. Us black comedians, we've got a lot of stories to tell. That's yeah. just a little blurb you see there. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Um, and it's a, new, it's a new decade. We're in 2020. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course. It's about pushing comedy um, to the forefront, and especially as a black female, it's about making exactly. it your own. Black females, what do you think of? You know, yeah, I can't I can't think of like, no, the queen, not dead, you know. Listen, Angela Moore, she's alive and well. <laughs> she's blessed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I hear you, hon. Okay, cool. So you went for American black comedy. Now, the second one is, this is so random, Def Jam yeah. or A Night at the Apollo? You see what I'm saying? Ah. So, which Apollo are you talking about? Are you talking about Night at the Apollo in America or the Hammersmith Apollo here? The Hammersmith Apollo. So, okay, straight away, Def Comedy Jam wins because um, only now they are being more, um, what's the word, diverse. Yes. Yes. They can still push it more. But the thing is, with Deaf Comedy Jam, there weren't that much white people in there. If you think yeah. of Nima Williams, I think he was in there, one of the uh, first white stand-ups there. And yeah. um, I think there was another one, but I've forgotten his name. Because I, I do my research as well, as you can yeah. tell. I, I do research from both, um, you know, part yeah. of the Oceans. So that's a very hard one. Because like I said about, you know, the black uh, UK comics and the American uh, black uh, comics yes their first, their first uh black female comedian was called mums mabley it's about m-o-m-s mabley from okay. 1960 she was shown on terrestrial television in america whilst here our first black british uh, female comic is angela marr the queen yeah. of comedy she was shown in the, in the 90s on um the real mccoy wow you you've done yeah. your research so you know like so obviously so, you've got yeah. a lot of inspiration from like 
UK comedians, black female comedians, as well as um, people in the US. Cool. Yeah. I've got another one. I did a speech called It's Simple But It Ain't Easy at the British Museum back in February um, this year. Yeah. Um, and it, it ba I'm basically breaking down from my perception of my journey and yeah. being an, an, one of the first and only black British disabled comics. You see what I'm saying? That's what it's about. That That's what it's all about at the end of the day. So I've got another yeah. one. Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle? I've got to say Dave Chappelle, I met him and he gave me a hug. Really? I bet he was like, No, man, I cried. I cried and it was like, Really? Before you go home, yeah, I said to him, before you go home, yeah, just remember there are more black British comics around here, yeah, not just these bunch. Nah, you know. Oh, what is he like as a person? Oh, he's amazing because, like, he will listen to you. That's the yeah. thing. Listen, um, you know, I, I'm really grateful that I got to go and meet him in person. It was, yeah. it was it was so hard to meet him, um, but it's that thing of like you got to keep it going. My journey trying to meet this guy, it was hard, but I, I got to, got to go see him at Hackney Empire, and um, yeah, him listening, saying, "Listen, I'm I don't know if I was meant to meet you either 2000 something, 2018, but I'm yeah. here now." Yeah, just remember before we go on an airplane and get your backside back to America. Just remember, I said the same thing to another guy as well called Charlemagne the God, who's the one of the yeah, host of and I met him in person. I said, just just remember, there are plenty more black British entertainers in this country. There's it's not true. a little, we're not on a drought, you know what I mean? There's no drought here, you know. It's just that we don't we're we're diamonds in the rough, not all, but there's a lot of us who are diamonds in the rough side of Britain. Of we course. Need to and that's what it's all about. And this show is about putting those opportunities. Like, you're a black female disabled yeah, You've achieved yeah. so much in your career already. And I really want to interview more people like yourselves from all walks of yeah. life, whether you've made it clear or whether you're on the come up or whatever your story is, I want to share that. So that's yeah. all, all kudos to you because at the end of the day, like, I believe everyone's stories need to be told. And that's the reason why like I'll do the show, so amazing. I've got another one. Gina Yashere or Judy Love? Oh, but I, I know both of them. Okay, so I'll have to say Gina Yashere because Gina was the yeah. first African queen to be in the um on the mainstream. Yes, yes. Well, Judy could also tell you if you get to be Judy, which you probably will. Um, she'll say to you, Angela Ma is her queen because we come from a West Indian. Uh, background. Yes. However, yeah, so so basically, Angela Ma is the um, Caribbean queen, and yeah. Jeannie Ashray is the African queen, and they both can work together. I can picture it. Oh, can you imagine? That would be so dope. It is possible. That's the thing. It, but what it is with Britain, we have that mindset. Not them, but as um public in the public eye, we have that tendency to see things in a in a one dimensional way. Yeah. Rather than in America, say, hey, let's try it. Let's work it. Yeah. Ha. You know, um, now you've got you've got a black female comic called um, London Hughes who's doing her stuff. Yes, right now I've been around for and years. People, that's the thing, and the thing is, she was the youngest female before I came into right. the circle. Okay, so, so to pass on the baton to me, you know. Yeah, cool. Okay, so um, big nasty or Mo Gilligan. <laughs> Why to my again to my bridges them? All right. Um shall I pick <sighs> who would you pick? Come on. But I think I know I know Big Nasty's mum and everything, and I've broken oh. them. <laughs> Your bridges from way back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. From way back when I was a little before I started comedy, and then you got Mo only for what eight, nine years from uh, Sunday show days. Yeah. And even even when Ed Sheeran was not even late, not even signed by um, the record label, that's hard. It's like, eh. okay, I'm gonna go yeah. with Big Nasty because it's, it's yeah, more like family. He is funny. I think they're both hilarious. So, but and the thing is, the fact that I got to see them both at the um, British Film Institution, yeah, and they were talking about how they got together and done that production. I know the executive producer as well who done their thing, and I was like, wow. So that's how you did the concept. 
you know. Oh, wow. So, so you know a lot of people. Again, one, black people in this, in this country is a small world. Well, we're a very yeah. low percentage, but we have big values. We we are, we have something, you know. Yeah, we've got something to do, of course. That's what it's all about. Right. So remember, What's that, babes? 30, you got to think of it. Think about it, though. 13 years. I'm 29 now. Yeah. 16 years old. Yeah. I'm knowing people. Bam, 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 bam. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, but you're doing it. You're doing it. Do you get what I'm saying? You're doing it. And that's the main it's thing. Long. It's right. Long. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Because, you know, sometimes when you like, you, you like, for instance, for example, for me, I've been in TV for one, two, three, well, about 15 years. So I started when I was about 17, 18, working in the industry, oh, right? Wow. Not necessarily within television, but within music videos, short films. Yeah. I was producing, all of that kind of stuff. When I stepped up into tv i was about five years in and i've been working in tv for about 10 years and i've been coordinating which obviously tv you start as a runner then you work your way up to production secretary whatever yeah, that's I've, been yeah. I've been coordinating for um one two three four five six seven years and i'm still i'm like okay so when am i going to have another like opportunity to step up do you know what i mean and it just hasn't you know, happened you know what my one is you know what my one is what am i what am i gonna, gonna become a dame variety dame yeah that's it, girl. that's it girl obe but yeah, i'm gonna obe cbe dame that's something all of that all of that okay so i'm gonna now ask you some interview questions so, what inspired you to get into comedy at such a young age? Okay, so what inspired me? My uh, my godfather, uh, Paul Murphy, he was also my uncle. Yeah. Um, he 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 used to star in Bugsy Malone. Um, oh, and he played Leroy wow. Smith back in 1976. Um, God rest uh, the director's soul, Sir Alan Parker, and um, you know, it's fantastic in the acting realms. So if you yeah. forward time after he finished that, as he got older, he became stage manager of Hackney Hackney Empire during a two nine one show. Okay, uh, which is like a sort of like a X factor for um, entertainers yeah. from different cultures and backgrounds, but held in Hackney. Okay. Um, but in between that, my uncle has always taught me to be yourself but behave yourself because at the end of the day, no matter how high or low these celebrities are. They sleep, them eat, them cry, them do do, them do human <laughs> being stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's I got the kind of like comedy from him, the, the jester. Yeah. Um, when I was young, I got to meet the comics from back then. So like Rudy Liquid, I got to see Richard Blackwood. What was it? A couple of times. Like, remember a shop called Our Price in Brixton? No. no. I it don't know. Oh, this is before, before Virgin Megastores. HMV was still around. If people don't know okay, yeah, 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 yeah. His master's voice. So when Richard was doing um, MTV, and I think I did, I did a couple other things. He did amazing credentials, and he was in his twenties at the time. Yeah. You know, so um, looking back from people like that, uh, Slim, uh, Felicity Ethnic, um, who else? Luella Gideon from Real McCoy, so Real McCoy peoples as well, who inspired me. Um, God rest, Felix Dexter's soul. Um, yeah, just there's loads of people that. around you, like that. You yeah. all the comedians were yeah. around you, and just, like, yeah. they all inspired you. So oh, that's, that's incredible! Before variety came to to the stage, yeah. Sure. Say, when I first went on stage, I was 16, and I, you're not meant to do comedy when you're under 18, so especially in this oh. country. And I went in, I was gallivanting because I didn't, me and Shakespeare had beef. Um, I'm dyslexic as well, so when I'm reading these things, I'm like. To be or not to be, you ask too much beep questions, and I walk out the, the classroom, <laughs> put my jogging bottoms, my pee pumps, yeah. and uh, hide my my blouse uh, shirt with my Reebok uh, hoodie. Really? And, oh. uh, and I was I went gallivanting down Rivington Street in Shoreditch, and all I heard was laughter. So then you're walking down, and you're thinking, right, what is this noise? And I went through the back doors here yeah, of the um, comedy cafe. Yeah. And it was amateur night, so me and my big mouth now, yeah, going. Boo! She rubbish. Boo! And then big, big, big hand on my shoulder. You know, this is me. 
because I thought the bouncers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get draped out. I want to get drag out, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> so then it was a compare, and his he goes by the name of Tony Tony Hendrix. Fantastic okay. man. He's moved back to Jamaica now. Yeah. Um, and he said to me, "Oh, he was adjusting his glasses, going, can you do better?" I said, "Uh, yeah. What's your name? Uh, my name is <clears throat> Variety Variety D." I'm like, okay, you're doing five minutes, huh? How's <laughs> like that? Wow. Like, and okay. that was your first pleasure. Wow. So that was your first ever comedy gig. And all I was talking about was basically on the stage was myself, um, my bullies at school, my friends, my family, TV, and all that. Yeah. And um, I was doing that voices. So, you know, when people talk a bit more like this, you know, quite a country, da 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 You know, I was doing all that. Yeah. People, I think the audience were either intoxicated because you know yeah, cool. bedtime is. everyone 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 gets mash up when it comes to comedy night. Mash up, exactly, mash up. Yeah. so basically people must have assumed that i was a black version of Catherine tate where it's an older woman yeah playing a teenager yeah rather than an actual teenager yeah wow interesting the compare knew straight away said that's too fluent you know no no all that street talk, all that wagwan and bloody get me you know it's too how old are you? I said, I'm 17 and a half. He went, stop lying. All right, I'm 16, oh. but not on one. Uh, oh. <laughs> and then he said to me, he said, you have potential, young lady. Now get your backside back to school and finish what you, uh, finish your studies. And wow. That's, oh, that's lovely. What a lovely story. So, so talking a bit about your inspirations. Well, and we've spoken about how you kind of got into comedy. So, who are your inspirations? I know you really do write Angie, right. Angie Lamar, isn't it? But the thing is, yeah, Angie Lamar and Jeannie Ashway, like I said, they are the queens. So, yeah. you can't even say, oh, that's my inspiration. Yeah, you can be inspired by them. Yeah. You know, they are the royal thrones. I, I have to put them up there. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't see us or the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. They were they open doors for a lot of us um, black women in comedy. Yeah. But having said that, I am a huge fan of Joe Brand. Okay. She was known as the sea monster. That's so bad, mine. Them people, Um, Because you don't have to look beautiful. You don't have to look pretty to be a comedian. It's so true. You know, I'm size 36. Um, You can grab some things. You can I'm size <laughs> you can grab some things. You know? I so, won't my size, but go on, I'll let you carry on. <laughs> Imagine a man nowadays saying, yo, my size, I'm not your size. Excuse me, I've got something I can grab. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, oh. so then um, yeah, but the thing is, it's things like that. I'm I'm inspired by Paul Merton from Have I Got News for You. Okay. Because he comes up with things so quickly from his head. He doesn't yeah. write nothing down. You know? Yeah. He's um, good with the ad libbing, like on the spot. He yeah, can just he added it so well. It, oh, he's fantastic. And I got to meet him again. I cry. I'm like, you know, oh, like, no, no, this is quick. Oh, um, so it's like, go on. So it's it's that things like it's, I'm not really stuck into one dimension where it's like are oh, just black comics only. I was also white comics from different classes, from working class, middle class, aristocratic, bourgeoisie. You name it, they're there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I meet them. You know, yeah. I I go to these um places. You know, down at Pall Mall or Knightsbridge. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, even when I was in LA, they taught me, don't be afraid to go and just ask people, like, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah, you, know? you have to be confident to be a comedian. What yeah. I believe, I've never done comedy in my life, but I'm saying from what I know, yeah. from what you're telling me, like, you have to be really confident. Like, you have to be confident. You have to be able to command a room. You have to be able to like read a room, yeah. like. Do you know what I mean? It's quite intelligent to be a comedian. You have to be very intelligent. Ooh, do you know what? I'm glad you said that. Okay, let's reverse roles now. One question for you. What's your thoughts on social media comedians compared to stand-up comedians? That's a good, good question. I think some, it depends on how they're executed. So on social media, like yeah. there's comedians like uh, Munya, I can't, I, I can't pronounce his last I name. I remember saying him either, but I like yeah, him. I like Munya, him. the guy who does all the like the tunes, and then he changes the words, and he does drill yeah, beat, yeah. and he does like neo and everything like that. He is, a, he's a G. Like I think he's hilarious, and I think stuff like that is really, really good. But then I think there's some comedians that don't really have the 
like you can't really they can't really communicate their jokes that well on social media but then standing up on a stand up like event they might be really good do you know what i mean so it's like you have to be so yeah a lot of us stand up comedy so for me you're right with um people like monia um and uh people who can do both yeah he can do both he can actually execute the characteristics that he does on his socials and yeah. then still do his stuff on stage because he began he began on stage anyway. Um yeah. Love can do it as well and have a sort of yeah, interaction. She's wicked at interacting. She's wicked yeah. at interacting. So yeah, and you then know the and Judy both have something in common. They both went from from level well, yeah, so from down here to you know, the yeah. breakthrough because of social yeah. media, which is good. Yeah, and never forget where they came from as well, and how they how they did their stunt, um, which is mean, which means respect the comedy, respect the art. Of course, whilst you do have other social media comics who do not respect the comedy. Yeah, meaning that if art, if art certain ones, I don't want to name the name, but art certain ones who are kind of up there, who got yeah. their hundred and fifty thousand followers, whatever. Um, I'd be like, oh, who's Felix Dex? Do you know about Felix Dexter? They'd be like, who? Felix the cat, yeah? And you want to go, hold on, where my book? Where, where my book? Where, where yeah. look in the idea? Where live? Where live? Hold on, let me find you, yeah? Hold on, on GPS. Where am I? Hold on. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, track yeah. them. Track them and them. And teach them some knowledge. Because it's, um, it's true. It's really true. It's really it's sad. That's the thing about it with social media. Because we're now on lockdown again. Um, yeah. You know, I have to learn how to develop this craft of comedy in yes. social media well. Yes. But I'm learning from the Americans and the British. Okay. That's and great. Authentic for me. Of you course. That's, that's what's happening now. It's become saturated. You know, it if has. I did something like chicken and chip shop, you know, everyone think, oh, you're copying um, chicken, chicken, chicken and chip uh, shop boy. Uh, con- yeah. connoisseur, whatever his name is. Yeah, connoisseur. Yeah, him. Yeah, thank you very much, connoisseur. Where, where him gone? But yeah, no, um, it's so true. It's like I think, like what you were saying about social media. Um, mm. there are those that just do it for like the the clout or the views and like the sort of followers and money. It's very quick. Yeah, it's quick. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. I think you've got definitely. You've definitely said some things there, which. Which yeah, it makes total sense. Totally. Mm-hmm. I've got another question for you. Being, for being a black female with a disability on the comedy circuit, do you feel the industry is diverse enough? Have you come across any discrimination? Yes. Now the thing is, so here's a little thing. Um, I couldn't tell the promoters when I first started, um, until until now, to be fair, since, since yeah. lockdown. Um I couldn't tell the promoters that I'm, I have epilepsy. Yeah. Because they'll think straight away the flashing light business. I'm like, no, that's called photosensitive. Mine's different. Mine's yeah. more complex partial epilepsy, which I had since I was a toddler. But they wouldn't understand it. Yeah. And it's, not oh. really, it's not really ignorant. Sometimes it is ignorant, um, which is bliss. But mm. it's also the fact of like, oh, I'm scared. If you have a seizure on stage, what am I going to do? I want to get in trouble. Rare, rare, rare. So I'm like, yeah. okay. But there was a time in, I think, 2018 or 2019, I was at the uh, World Comedy Clash and I was representing mm-hmm. Guyana, which my mum's side of the family is from. I'm half uh, Guyana. Wow! What, what, what? Yeah. What part are you oh, from? Yeah, so what? what, Georgetown, yeah? No, I'm from West Coast Burbies. Oh, yeah. All right, then. You're from You know? <laughs> You know, shout again, shout out again. Um, another a comedy god from heaven, um, Norman Beaton, mm. who's also a, was an actor who mm. played Desmond's. Yeah, you know, and he's Guyanese. I know. So, um, yeah, so things like that. A lot of the time, when I had a seizure in the green room, this was in Cardiff, Wales. Yeah, and I remember the promoter saying to me, "Yo, babes, you know them hood ones there. Yo, babes, listen, yeah. Um, do you want to go home?" Yeah, you feeling all right? You sure you sure you can do it? I said, listen, I'm going to breathe, drink some water, take mercy pills, because you saw me yeah. have a seizure there. I'm glad I haven't baptized my pants, meaning wet myself. Then yeah. I'm gonna go my left my left hand gets better, I'm gonna strangle your neck, and my right hand gets better, I wanna take a microphone because I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. We're not even in Camden or Croydon or Camberwell. 
I'm well now, okay? Yeah. I'm going to do something on stage and tell them what happened. And I told the what happened. And um, the audience loved it to the, extent, to the point where one lady after the after show, when I made sure I had to call down and everything, did my um 15 minutes. I think I'm yeah. just, just, just in case. Yeah. Um, she said, oh, I can't do Welsh accent. But she said to me, oh, you know, I should have brought my son here because he has epilepsy too. And, you know, it's so relatable. Um, can I take a, a, a selfie with you? I said, yeah, of course. And my mom walked with me. And um, she was really, like, shocked. She said, oh, my gosh. Like, so you had a, a season in the green room 30 minutes before the show. And you're here, you know. Um, I said, yeah. You yeah. know, I don't want to do after, but yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I've been no, I I how I lost gigs, you know, how I lost all the gigs now. You know, is that, is, is that my is that my uh, my life, my career done? But it's not, it opened more doors. That's it, girl. Because I've got a in my family that has epilepsy as well. So I told you what, what type of epilepsy I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what kind. But I know yeah. that they've got epilepsy quite badly. Um, and they're, they're like, they do seizure from time to time and stuff. So I, I relate to what you're saying totally. And that's why I give yeah. you total respect because at the end of the day, when it comes to disabilities such as epilepsy or those that are invisible, um, that affect the brain, etc., it's quite yeah. difficult because it's not like, for instance, you've got like someone who hasn't got a leg or might have Down syndrome or cerebral palsy or whatever, which is more visible. visible, yeah. But then if you've got like a hidden disability, then that makes things a little bit like, I wouldn't say it's harder than those who have visibles, but it's still difficult because people just assume no, that everything's no, good. Because, um, because I think the only two um black uh disabled people in in, uh, in the circuit, well, not the comedy circuit, but in the industry in Britain, are uh, myself, who is not signed yet, but then you've got Adair Dectane, who is yeah, a former really well. and then my dreadlock brother from Lagos. Um, <laughs> he's got a baby on the way as well, not him, but his missus. Um, she's so Aww. lovely. Um, I got to meet him as well. If you check my website, um, www.varietyd.co.uk. Um, yeah. yeah, like, it's just, it's amazing. But at the same time, we've still got a long way to go. It's because so we still have a lot of people in our communities, either Guyanese or Ghanaian or something, somewhere in Africa or, or the Caribbean, think, oh, my God, you're sick, you're cursed. I'm I know. It's, it's, it's so backward. It's backward thinking. Very true. Okay, so tell us about your performances at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival as well as your international well, performances. How were they? Now you see Edinburgh. My first time at Edinburgh Fringe, I was with my sixth form college. So I was about mm. 17, it was 2008. Yeah. Um and that was fantastic. However, there were some um, Liverpudlian uh, rednecks, I call them, and they were calling me all kind of names, like your mulatto bleep, your coon, and all them kind of thing there. So, um, but they got arrested, though. They got arrested. Okay, good. They don't deal with them people like that, that at the Royal Mile, you know what I'm saying? That's the main yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, the security is top-notch. Um, then, the second time I went there was 2011 with two other um, comics, well, comedy writer and director. Okay. Um, and so one of them is now moved back to South Africa, and the other one, I don't know where he lives right now, you know, I think he moved back up north. But okay. he did a play called, um, uh, what's it called? Double, 007 Cuddles or something like that. And oh, that was the improv. But when we had our days off, yes. myself and another comedian, well, he used to do comedy, called Nelson Degavea, we we both did the Laughing Horse um, stand-up comedy around all other different uh, places in Edinburgh. Yeah. And then I got to also um, meet Rudy Liquid. I got to see Quincy Comedian. Because you, you, could, you could see black people, by the way, up there in Edinburgh. It's not too hard. It's like, I see one. Yeah. Oh, Rob Slim. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like... Spot the black. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say it. I was thinking, hmm, should I do that? Yeah. So basically, yeah. it's like going to the Queen's um, Trooping of the Colour and you see one one brother of colour. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see you. What up? You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the distance. Yeah, no, I hear you, hon. Yeah, man. 
So um, and it was oh, good because you felt you felt at home. You felt like you're you're safe. And I saw um, Nathan Caton. He's another comedian there, and he warmed up for Rudy, and that was fantastic. Oh, it was, it was a few a far far few in between of us, but we're there now. Yeah. It's you know you're seeing a lot more. Everyone things like Instagram. Yeah, yeah I get to find out. Who's there? Who's not there? I'm like, mm you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, so it's changed. It's changed. That's what 2011. That's nearly ten years. Ten years ago, you know. Oh. And I was I was twenty yeah. years old. But you've done really, really well. So, in terms yeah. of comedians, obviously, when you do stand up, you do have hecklers. Is that what you call them, hecklers? Yeah. Have you ever yep. been heckled? And if so, I what was the great times? What was your greatest comeback? Bear times. Uh, you know what? You know my greatest heckle? Well, sorry. One of the uh, funniest heckles I got? Yeah. Was Edinburgh Fringe Festival. There's a brown girl lingering. Shana, la, la, la. This is me. Hold on a minute. Excuse me, compare. They're being racist. No, they love you. I'm like, okay. Yeah, white man jump. Wait. And then, wait. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> really? Like, so they think there's a brown girl lingering. And I'm going, look, I made white man jump. And then, I'm like, that was weird. <laughs> so weird. The wicked singer, the DJ, and they played um, that song, Jump Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is weird. It's one of my weird. Worst, I think one of my worst heckles had to be um, when I got um, death threatened at the Sunday show. What? Because all my joke was, my joke was about the gangs of London. Yeah. And I was saying, all my job was this. All I said was, shout out to PDC. So you oh, know about them. Gym oh, children. And they were sitting there at the thing. And they they they, they, loved, they loved it. They loved it. Because yeah. they, they know how to laugh at themselves than laugh at any, anybody else. And that is gangster. Yeah. You know? definitely. People in the cheap seats. People in the cheap seats. I think they're probably drunk too much something. And they're like, boo. No, you can't talk about them. Boo. Yo, lighty. Yo, I'll shank you. I was like, what? <gasps> so then I said, ladies and gentlemen, let's remember, in America, they talk about the Bloods and the Crips in Def, Def Comedy Jam. In East London, they talk about the Crays and Richardsons. Yeah. Why can't we talk about our own gangs? And I'll drop the mic and walk off. Really? Yeah. I didn't like, wow. um, some of the guys from PDC said, they were like, Facebook, bad name was Facebook. So yeah. the Facebook said, you're all right, babe. You're okay. Da, 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 da. I was like, no, I'm all right, man. But thank you for being there. And thank you for um, joining. I said, no, you're wicked. You smacked it. And da, 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 da. Um, wow. people are bad. I said, yeah, I know. But I could have I quit back then because I was young. I think I was, um, I was like 19. I think wow. that happens. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. You know, when you're just like, oh, wow. Because you don't know yeah. how far you can go as a comedian, I guess. And it's about getting that right. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to remember since um, I had a brain surgery a few months ago, who the who the um, host was. I think it was either Mo or Adot, one of them. But they they oh, told them do that thing. And I think the security guys back there were fantastic as well. But I told the I told the um the promoter. I said I'm not coming back here. Um, I said no. Nah. Um, I, I stopped doing urban for about a good four years. Yeah, I get you. That must have definitely of like you know, it must have pushed back. It pushed me seven yeah, steps back because back, I was like, yeah. I was like, hold on a minute. So black people can't laugh at their own. Mm. What? Yeah, or laugh at within within ourselves, our mm. own circle. But you want to mm. laugh at somebody else? No, sir. No, 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 no. I get you. You know so. that's that's not right. You know, yeah, and it's thing of like, entitlements because remember, there's not much women in comedy in general. If you're black or white, so yeah. then when you think about it, you break it down a little bit more, like a like Lego. You're thinking, raw, a woman, she's black, she's young, so you got ageism, you got that as well, oh. and a, and classism. So, so you're working class from South London. Yeah. So they're thinking, yeah. oh, area codes, your Lambeth girl, and you're living crying. Oh my God, yeah, that, that. I think yeah. like, really, really, really. I thought yeah. a comedian is a comedian. You know, definitely. No matter what age or whatever. So it, it was a lot that I learned because of those experiences. Of course. So you learn to, yeah. You must learn from the jokes that you say. Like depending on the room, like you must learn like how to kind of gauge Even that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so yeah. you recently did a radio interview with Judy Love. 
Now, tell us more about how that went for you and what was covered. Yes, basically, I had to do it here, and I was covered with my bed sheets. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, obviously, because of the COVID um, restrictions, I couldn't yeah. go to, um, I couldn't travel to Great Portland Street at the actual BBC Studios or, okay. um, you know, down those in central London. So yeah. we had to do it kind of like this, but I had to have my phone with me. Yeah. So I took my phone and then respond. So the production um, people, so the PA, production assistants, yeah. um, will tell you when they're on a break or there's a song playing. And yeah. it wasn't really an interview for me. I was yeah. basically chosen as um, Judy Love chose me to do Hot Gossip of the Week. Okay. And um, you can still catch it on um, yeah. one thing, uh, on BBC um, Radio London um, sounds.co.uk. Yeah. And um, you'll hear me talking about um, one serious topic and uh, two two lightened ones. But Alex was talking about five different topics. Did, did you hear it? I, do you know what? I've been so busy, hon. I, like, I know you're, you're probably thinking, what the hell? How could you Here not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go on, tell me, girl. Tell me, girl. I want to know. So basically, the task was so when they, they told, so they gave me the um the email um about five, six days before. Yeah. And they said the task was find um find a few articles. Yeah. One serious and two lighthearted. Yeah. And just plug in whatever you want to plug in, whatever your next show doing or something, something, something. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I found not only I found one serious one, and I found about four to five like lighthearted um stories to go and talk yeah, about. Sure. And then I infused it as well within myself. So what we're talking about right now about being disabled, a, a female comic. Yeah. And my brain surgery. I put yeah. all that together, bam, 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 bam. Like it was a conversation with your brethren. Oh, sick. That's amazing. You know and the thing oh. is, I knew, I mean, I, I strongly assumed that the BBC, um, British, Bo British Broadcasting Corporation were tapping into our thing. Because you know when they mess, mess with the orcs? Yeah. It can mess with the signal. So oh, they'll be doing this thing where they'll delay you a little bit. And I'll be like... Hello, hello, and Judy, Judy's there, confused, going like, "Hello, Dom, Dominique, Variety, are you there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here." Okay. I said, "What the hell? Who are you with? Hold on, with it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm the queen, yeah. Yo, hello. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, so the queen's listening. That's good. Make sure she hear me. Hold on, so the queen's hear me. Yeah? So, red, tear, 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 tear. I'm doing that, you know. I pop her like. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm kind of rebellious, but I'm not naughty. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm rebellious, but I do it for a reason, a, pur a purpose, not on purpose. Of course. You know what I'm oh. And that's what makes it more juicy. Yeah, definitely. And I was the longest, well, um, as they say in the streets, I was yeah. the longest person to do the hot gospel of the week than anybody else in the previous weeks because all the other people, I'm not being disrespectful, but the other mostly women, yeah. almost like this, almost like, hi Judy, yeah, I'm a massive fan of you. Hi, I'm yum 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 yum. Oh, I couldn't find enough articles. I only found about two. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm blah 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 blah. So then Judy has to, has to be a fill a filter. She has to fill in that time, oh. even though then people them had five six days to go and look for something. Yeah, I get you. You're thinking. You, you you can't do a mission. You can't be next James Bond, innit? You can't do nothing. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so I've got a last question, which is yeah. for those who are from diverse backgrounds, whether it be a disability, whether it be disability based or racial, what advice mm. do you give to others who want to become comedians? Communicate more, network more. Don't be scared. If you want to go to an event, don't bring your brethren, don't bring your cousin. Go to, say for instance, for example, so I've attended BAFTA, like the BAFTA Awards, yeah. um, thanks to one of my friends who do work there. But um, nevertheless, I attend to BAFTA HQ, which is different. Yeah. It's based in, um, based in Piccadilly. So bang yeah. in between Piccadilly is there, Green Park is there. So the BAFTA headquarters, where yeah. they do um, like talks, seminars, lessons, 
We've got this thing called BAFTA Guru, which my brothers, um, shout out to my brothers, uh, DJ and Fabrice, who have their own thing called Air Gamers, Autistic okay. Intelligence Revolution, because they're both autistic. Um, and they want to do video gaming. Um, so BAFTA does, does, helps people within that um, sector, within the industry. Yeah. So as a comedian and someone who's graduated within the Masters of, Masters of Arts in acting, yeah. I utilise those those contacts. I utilise those things to learn stuff because I may be slow, but I'll get there. You see what I'm saying? Of course, of course. But the thing is, you're not slow, hun. You're not slow, hun. Oh, bless you. Just saying that, man. There no, you're not. You're not. Like, own you. At the end of the day, everyone's got their own thing going on. So yeah. whether you've got a disability, whether you're whatever it is, social socioeconomically poor or you come from a different country, whatever your disadvantage yeah. is, don't let that define you. And it's about you pushing forward at the end of the day. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Amen. Um, Amen. It's so, ridiculous that we're still, because I would say to a younger person, yeah. you know, if they're disabled or black or, or Asian, um, shout out to the um, to the Indian comedians because they're killing it right now, man. That Asian, I'm like, how you go there over there? I mean, hello, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, so imagine a West Indies talking to an Indian. I'm like, we both got something in common, roti. So anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> roti, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. roti and cricket. There you go. All right then. So, oh, like, oh stop. Oh, but, um. Yeah, it's just things like that. Just don't be scared. Go if you want to go somewhere, do it. If you want to do, if you want to, if you want to go somewhere, go to it. If you want to do something, do it. Yeah. Um, don't let anything ask for help. If you want to ask for help, don't be scared. Because when I was younger, I was scared to ask my my elders in comedy for help. Okay. You know? So get if, a mentor. If I back in time, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, of course. So you would say get a mentor or someone in comedy that you can like talk to, and they can I get advice from. I, I was stubborn. You can ask a comedian called Mr. C, yeah? Spelled C double E. Mm -hmm. I was stubborn. I did not. I was like, no, I'm not going to comedy school. Are you mad? What were you learning about comedy for? Why Why did you go in that place? Are you mad? No, man. And then two twos now, you got other people who succeeded from comedy school. And I'm yeah, like, but, do you know what, hon? It's, do you know what? Don't watch that because you've achieved so much already. So it's just about you pushing okay. forward to the new year. 2021, it's a new year. So what's next for Variety D? Well, what's next in 2021? I'll be three decades old, 30. Woo! Listen, yeah. I said when I was in school, I was like, okay, so at 20, at 18, I'll go to um college. Then 21, university, I have my boyfriend. And then when I'm 22, going to have uh, my fiance, going to have yeah. my ring, bling, bling. And when I'm 23, I have my first child, well, house, first child, and then 24, 25, have many, many kids. And yeah. then, yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? Like, we're just... Yeah. Well, the thing is, when you, when you like... You, yeah, it never happens. Do you know what I mean? No. All I've got to say is, when you do get to 30, welcome to the 30s club, because 30, I love Each being me. in the 30s club. Like, I'm not 30, I'm actually 33. But I do enjoy. It's amazing. I remember when I was your age, I was like 29, and I was like having a, a bit of a meltdown. I was like, I can't believe it. I'm 29. I'm going to be 30, and oh my gosh, like, do you know what I mean? You start thinking about all these things that you want to achieve, and like, I'm 30. Oh my gosh, yeah. like. But do you know what? It's the best time. I love my 30s. When I was 25, I had my quarter life crisis. You know what they say? Midlife. I'm a quarter-life person. Quarter-life like, like, 25. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I was like, I can't believe this. You know? I really but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, 30s are a good age. Okay, so yeah. if anyone's got any questions for um, Variety D, do let us know in the comments. Variety D is a comedian and an actress and also a disability um, campaigner. She campaigns for equal rights within the UK entertainment industry. And she's also performed as a comedian at the Edinburgh Film Festival. Um, no, Edinburgh, Festival, Festival. Edinburgh, sorry, Fringe Edinburgh Festival. Festival. See, yeah, that's, the brain. that's the brain, hon. That's the brain. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, anyone's got any questions, feel free to let us know. Um, what I'm going to do now, actually, is I'm going to let you guys know, for those who are watching, if you would like to be interviewed for January 2021, 
please do get in contact via message um, as this is going to be the last show of 2020. The thing is, though, it's been three episodes deep already. I started this in December, so it's wow. been three episodes deep, and I'm literally, I want to, I want to come really strong for 2021 so if there's anyone that wants to be interviewed feel free to let me know yeah, um, you just said i want to come really strong 2021 you can you gotta remix them words man because they words sound like i didn't really like that honestly okay um so as it's christmas eve next week and new year's eve the week after I'll be back on the 7th of January. So it's the 7th of January, which will be the next show. If you do want to um, be interviewed, let me know. Now, we've come to the end of the show, but I do want to say a big thank you to the princess baby girl of comedy, Variety baby. D. I've learned not to call you queen because um, Angela Martin... <laughs> But you can follow her. Hold on, where is it? You can follow her at Variety D on Instagram and Twitter. Where else can people yeah, find you? They can Google me. Type in Variety D comedian, and you can find my stuff. You can type in on uh, my website again: www.varietyd. So letter D, not D double E. I'm not the rapper. So um, <laughs> dot co dot uk. Okay, great. Um, and also find my YouTube channel, Variety D. Variety D, Variety D. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in, who supported, like, big ups to everyone. And you will see us in 2021. So thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next year.